Fall is a time for celebration of the harvest and expressions of gratitude for so many blessings that we enjoy. The positive, energized, professional culture and climate that we all enjoy here in Green Hills is certainly a blessing. And the joy we all can share in seeing thousands of children thrive and excel through our service, support, and advocacy is certainly our daily harvest to celebrate. Thank you for your outstanding work. As I meet with superintendents and other leaders in the community in my role, time and again, I hear that people hold Green Hills AEA staff in high regard as talented, focused professionals who make a daily, long-term positive impact for the children and teachers in all the schools across our region. Thank you. I am so grateful to be part of this organization and feel truly blessed to witness and continue to learn the many ways you impact positive outcomes for children. Hello, this is Ron Russell, Director of Specialized Services and Supports. Each year, the last Friday in October marks the state special education weighted enrollment count. This is an important date where each AA verifies that all students with disabilities have complete and validated IEPs in the web IEP system and are assigned appropriate supplemental weightings. This year's count falls on October 25th. A snapshot of students receiving services is taken on the state, resulting in an official count that will generate special education funding for our students. Because of this, the month of October and several weeks into November become a very busy season for AA staff that are working to ensure a smooth process and accurate timely data that is submitted to the Iowa Department of Education. Green Hills AEA is very fortunate to have an outstanding group of secretarial staff who have key roles in this IMS data entry and verification process. This team includes our Level 6 IEP IFSP administrators, Karen Schwenke out of the Avoca office and Joan Fink out of the Crescent office, along with our IMS data staff that include Faith Basir, Missouri Valley Office, Emily Seltzer, Osceola Office, Casey Abler, Glenwood Office, Crystal Nelson, Red Oak Office, Sandy Laughlin, Council Bluffs Office, and Doreen Driver, Council Bluffs Office. Our IMS staff have developed great relationships with their special education teachers and district special education coordinators. As October progresses, student rosters are verified and cleaned up through pre-count work with our districts. This often involves troubleshooting work that includes verifying student supplemental weighting, which impacts funding, verifying residential districts, and verifying tuitioned in and tuitioned out students. For example, those attending through open enrollment, attendance at out-of-district programming, and other situations. Verification of the count is a very important role of the AA systems in Iowa. Student supplemental weighting triggers specialized funding to our districts that is critical for the maintenance of special education programs and supports for our students with disabilities. Our IMS team does a world-class job of tackling what is often a very detail-oriented work in the web IIP IMS system, and their great work in supporting our districts is much appreciated. Our IMS staff may ask AEA staff in the field to help in tracking down details as the count work progresses, and assistance is always appreciated. AEA support staff providing direct IEP services will also be asked to verify their service roster. Several weeks into November, final count meetings will be held with AA administration support. 
And after numbers are validated with our districts, Karen Schwenke and Joan Fink will coordinate the finalization. This year, we've also refined and streamlined the way in which IEPs are received, reviewed, verified for supplemental weighting, and then validated in the system. In the print version of the voice, you can read a document that outlines how this process has been modified this school year. In cases where a district suggests that supplemental weighting has increased from a previous year, or if there are questions on correct weighting, IEPs are now reviewed by David Van Horn or Ron Russell. Thank you for listening and wishing you a great day. English learners. In general terms, an English learner is a student who is in the process of acquiring English proficiency and has a first language other than English or in addition to English. The EL status remains with the student until he or she shows English proficiency enabling the student to listen, speak, read, and write in English, be successful in the classroom setting where there is English instruction, and be able to actively participate in his or her classroom, school, community, and beyond. ELs, as we call them, comprise about 10% of the student population nationwide, and Iowa at over 6% is catching up. All Iowa districts need to be prepared to serve ELs, including immigrant children and youth. All are required by law to have an allow plan in place. This is a requirement regardless of whether a district has ELs enrolled, which is this Office of Civil Rights Movement. All districts must ascertain the native language of each student upon enrollment by using a home language survey. When the home language survey indica indicates a language other than English in the home, screening results must be obtained from a previous Iowa district or the ELPA 21. If neither of these are available, the student must be screened using the ELPA 21 dynamic screener. Students must be assessed for such status within 30 days of enrollment in a school. If the, school is, if the student is not proficient with English, placement in a language instruction educational program or a LEAP based on needs, the results of the dynamic screener, is required. All L's are assessed annually using the ELPA 21, which addresses personal, social, and academic language use and needs. Even students on a parent waiver from L services are assessed using the ELPA 21 each year until they perform proficiently. Students whose ELPA 21 scores indicate proficiency are exited from L services and enter a two-year monitoring cycle. Students who do not score proficient on the ELPA 21 continue to receive L services based on their current needs. The toolkit, which is linked in the document from the Office of Language Acquisition, describes the legal obligations for serving L's. The AEA receives Title III dollars each year to help support L's and their teachers and districts. Examples of supports include funding the attendance of teachers and administrators at the Iowa Culture and Language Conference, subscriptions to online learning systems, Rosetta Stone subscriptions for students and their families, summer school, hosting speakers, and much more. Hello, this is Julia Hood, Supervisor of Media Services. The media department is back into full swing and into our school year routine, and we hope that you are too. With changes that were made at the end of last school year and the media department taking over the responsibility of internal print work, we wanted to make sure that you are aware of the process for requesting design work, printing, and lamination. 
In order to be able to better track what is being charged to each program budget, a print request and approved requisition is required for all design, printing, and lamination requested. These can all be done on one requisition. The vendor for all requisitions will be print. If you need a quote, please complete a request form and put please send quote under the other instructions. You will always submit a print request and requisition internally. Then our team will decide if it's best for your job to be printed internally or sent to Northwest AEA. We will make those arrangements for you. If you are only needing lamination services, all you need to do is submit a requisition. The vendor will still be print. The cost for lamination is 40 cents a foot. If you need an estimate, please contact Marsha Gutta. We also want you to be aware that any specialty printing, business cards, large format printing, canvas, will now be sent to our partner AEA, so please allow extra time for these types of jobs. Your office secretary can assist you with the requisition and request process. If you have questions, please email print at ghae.org or feel free to contact me. Have a great week. Good morning, this is Stephanie Dredge, Field Director, and I am reporting on behalf of Specialized Supports and Services. We wanted to offer congratulations to our agency on having been selected to receive funding under the Mental Health Service Professionals Demonstration Program. With this funding, a grant proposal for increasing school-based mental health services with a Grow Your Own School Psychologist Program was made a reality in our agency. This grant opportunity was brought to our doors by Nicole Score, School Psychology Program Coordinator at the University of Northern Iowa, which, coupled with the robust coursework around mental health intervention and prevention, prompted the focus on this discipline group. It will allow our organizations to partner together and invest in our educators here in Southwest Iowa to help meet the mental health needs of students. If you're interested in learning more about the program, you can read about the objectives in the, pro in the project abstract that's linked here. The aim is to graduate two cohorts of five school psychology students in the five-year grant period and retain them in our high-need rural areas. Additional details about who we will be recruiting and what the program consists of can be found in our recruitment information document, also linked in the voice. More formal recruitment efforts will continue through October with a start date of January for our first cohort. Stephanie Judge and David Van Horn, with the support of Debbie Hayes, will be in-house ensuring the grant is fulfilled as proposed. Of course, there are many more details that we're happy to share as interest arises. This is an exciting time for education, AEAs, and UNI. We are excited to capitalize on the quality work already being done by all of you. With the drop in temperatures, harvesting of the crops becoming more visible, farm implements more prevalent on the roadways, football games, volleyball, and the turning of the colors, we can see that fall is definitely here. Your field directors have connected with district administrators and it is clear that our school leaders are excited about the new focus on efficiency here in Green Hills AEA and our visible commitment to serving, supporting, and advocating for our students. Through these conversations, we have learned much about what our schools are doing and working to identify professional learning opportunities that will lead us to 100% of our schools having a universal designation by 2021. Hi everyone, this is Sarah Hubbard with the Communications Department. The first round of apparel orders with our new logo is complete. If you ordered any items, we will be sending them out via the van routes, so keep an eye out. We also received great feedback on what other 
items to include in our online store, and we now offer a t-shirt and a long sleeve t-shirt option. If you have any other item ideas or requests you'd like to see in the future, please send me an email. The store will be closing again temporarily on November 1st so that orders can be processed and completed before the holidays. If you want to give the gift of Green Hills apparel this holiday season, make sure you get your orders in before Friday, November 1st. Hello, this is Devin Herrick in the Communications Department. October is Mental Health Awareness Month. Show your support for mental health awareness by wearing green tomorrow, October 10th, Snap a photo and share it on social media using hashtag PassTheLove. Save the date for the Winter Staff Chat Series. These events will be facilitated by Chris Wood and Lori Kenyon and will give you an opportunity to learn more and ask questions about Green Hills AEA finance and operations. For dates and times, please visit the Voice Google site. Hello, everyone. This is Derek Mandiski speaking for technology on behalf of our IT team. I have three topics uh, I would like to make you aware of. First, conference room upgrades. We will be adding new hardware and simplifying configuration of the presentation system in Creston and Bleeds conference room this month. On October 31st, Bleeds conference room will get a ceiling mic array, a back wall or presenter's view camera, as well as a front wall camera. In Creston on November 4th, we will add ceiling mic array and a back wall or presenter's view camera. We use rear cameras whenever we have a presenter in the front of the room. The front camera can be used when multiple remote sites want to connect and collaborate. We will test dual camera system and if it works well, we will add it to the other conference rooms. Both rooms, the Creston and Bleeds, will have simplified controls. Just like in Red Ognavoca, one touch will turn the entire system on. Second, ClassLink or single sign-on service. We are rolling out a single sign-on service to all of our staff. The service can be found at http colon slash slash my.ghaa.org as well as on our website right next to the staff portal link. You may ask, what is it and why do I need it? You can think of it as a dashboard or a depository of all the websites that you frequently visit and that you now can access from one place. Classlink will also remember username and passwords for sites that require those. All you have to do is enter those once. We have created a basic dashboard for all of you with apps that we thought you might frequently visit, but by no means this is a finite set. You will be able to add new apps, or if you think that certain apps will benefit more people, let us know and I will push them from the admin console. The system is easy to use, but like with anything that's new, you might want to learn a few more basics. Once logged in, you can go to the ClassLink Academy webinar app and watch the webinar video there. If you have any questions, please contact us as well. Finally, I would like to remind you of our tech team meeting this month. We're going to meet this Friday, October 11, at 9 a.m. over Zoom. If you have any technology questions you want us to tackle, please send them over to techteam.gaga.org. If you would like to join us and discuss something more detail, please let us let me know and I will send you an invite. Thank you. Have a great day. Hi everyone, this is Michelle Catterson in the Professional Learning Department. The upcoming CERTS training was recently approved by the TQ Committee for either one, two, or three days. 
Please see information in the Human Resources section of the Voice for more information. Another TQ opportunity is a course called Highly Effective Instructional Strategies within the Gradual Release Framework. This has also been approved for two days of TQ. This will be offered on two separate occasions, the first on January 6th and 7th at the Halverson Center, and on June 2nd and 3rd in Red Oak. It's a great opportunity for those of us who don't often find a good TQ fit. Again, more information on this can be found in the Human Resources section. License renewal credit may also be earned for these two offerings. Credit is an additional $35 and cannot be reimbursed with TQ funds, but with professional leave money if you have that available. And finally, please help us spread the word that initial training for suicide risk assessment, as well as follow-up opportunities, are available for districts through Green Hills. Thank you. Hi, this is Lori Kenyon with your HR update for this week. The Teacher Quality Committee has recently approved several new TQ offerings. You can see a listing of all approved offerings on the staff portal. CERTS is one that we've received lots of questions about, and the registration links are included in the written blog of The Voice. October EAP Matters has been uploaded to our staff portal, and the link is included in this blog. And finally, year-round full-time employees were recently asked how they liked the mandatory four-day work week this past summer. The results were resounding, so the agency will once again be closed on Fridays next summer. Starting on June 19th and running through August 7th, all agency offices will be closed on Fridays. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.